On today's episode of the Creapacts podcast, I jump into the topic of letting difficult people control our lives. I talk about how I handle difficult people every day, the annoying ways difficult people trigger us, and during the end of the pod, I talk about a few ways we can avoid letting strangers give us mini heart attacks. And if you've enjoyed the recent podcast, feel free to check out all of our socials listed below and give us a follow. Thank you so much for listening, and let's get into today's episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode number 22 of the Korea Pact podcast. I'm your host, Neil Patel, and on this podcast, we combine creativity and impact in hopes to give more than I can get. For those of you who are new, welcome. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And speaking of this beautiful journey, we're doing a podcast every single day for 365 days straight. Now, when I started this, I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but it has been a fun, challenging, and rewarding journey thus far. We're closing in on the one-month mark, and I feel like when we do one month for the next year, I want, I'm trying to think of something cool to do. So if you guys have any ideas, feel free to DM me or reach out to me on something cool that I could do every 30 episodes, which resemble a month. We'll see. I don't know. But the topic that we're going to be talking about today is, are you letting difficult people control your life? And this is a topic that a lot of people talk about on a regular basis. Um, I feel like we deal with difficult people almost every single day. We ourselves are difficult to handle. So before I get into that, I just want to express how good I'm feeling. I had a early end to my workday kind of. Well, I came home at 2.30, 2.45 uh, p.m. because the weather here is horrible. So I left the office early, came home, finished work until 4. I took a cold shower. I'm refreshed. And I have a great topic that we're going to be talking about. And I actually got this topic from a TED talk that I was listening to. And honestly, a lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about is an outline of that TED talk. I found it really interesting. And I feel like people would enjoy some of this content. So let's get into it. Why is this important to me? I deal with difficult people almost, not almost, on a daily basis. Working in a sales job, you're going to be in environments when you're on the phone with different types of people, with different types of emotions. Um, the way they manage themselves is different. So the way someone talks to you, the things they can say to you out of emotion, I deal with that on a regular, regular basis. And one thing I will tell you up front is that the process of learning how to deal with people over the phone is very different. It's not too different than in person, but it's a very, it's a challenge for sure. When I first starting, started doing this over two years ago, I was horrible at it. I let people get into my feelings and I took a lot of the things personal and I would quit because of that. But with time and rep, uh, repetition, I've come to find out that there's just a couple things that I have applied in my work career when it comes to dealing with clients that 
I try to apply also in my day-to-day life when I meet with meet with people face-to-face that are difficult. So I deal with that. And then also, just like everyone else in the world, you have coworkers or acquaintances in the work area that are, quote-unquote, difficult people, just like everyone. I'm difficult. You're difficult. We are all difficult. It's just about how we handle those behaviors and how we respond to them. So starting this off with the saying that I feel like we tend to label people as difficult or, you know, a pain in the butt. And I guess a lot of the time I'll be talking about this or the references that I'll use is in the workforce, because I feel like that's the most common place. It's easy for us to label people as difficult. And I'll give you some great examples. So uh, there's three types of people that we, well, there's a lot, but the three that I feel like are are the most prevalent in terms of difficult types of people. The first one is, let's say you go into a room and you're trying to have a conversation with someone and there's that person (laughs) that's just always on their phone when you're trying to have a conversation with them. I know I've caught myself doing this a couple times when I'm, you know, having a dinner with friends or having a conversation with my girlfriend or even with my parents, just being on my, just being on my phone, not really being present. And they are texting, playing games on the computer, pretty much just the person that's just not a listener. So that's the first one. The second one is the person that's the one upper. For example, you tell a story in a group setting and they have to try and tell you a better one. You know, you say something interesting and then they'll try to say something even more interesting to captivate the people around you. So the person who's always trying to one up you in every way, shape or form. That one honestly really annoys me. (laughs) That, That one is the one that hits home for me the most. And the last one, the gossiper. The person who just talks about others in the office space or at school, uh, just to stir up drama and trouble. Now, as I'm saying all these things, I'm very confident. I'm 1000% sure that all of you guys listening probably automatically thought about a name and a face of a person associated with these types of people. A face of someone in your friend group, a face of someone at work, a face of someone in your um, sports teams all that. But it comes down to this. Behavior intelligence has four main quadrants. Number one, it's the ability to explain existing behaviors. So the behaviors that you're like, you see people having and that you yourself are having. Um, Number two, the ability to predict future behaviors. Number three, influencing other behaviors. And number four, how to control our own. And we tend to label people as soon as we see something, or excuse me, we tend to label people as soon as we see them do something that we don't like. For example, we'll label someone who um, can't get tasks done, right, or give a lot of pushback, I guess, as stubborn. We label people as aggressive or arrogant or cocky, non-empathetic. These labels that we just throw out of our mouths to associate these labels with certain types of people when they're strangers, right? With our own friends, right? You can be like, oh, they're not being stubborn. They are just strong-headed or they have strong opinions or 
what's the word I'm looking for? They stand on what they believe on or believe in. If someone else can say that someone is aggressive, right? Or like if you call a stranger aggressive for the way they act, if your friend or someone that you're close to was acting the same way and someone confronts you about them, you're going to be like, oh no, they're just passionate. They are dedicated. They are really, really focused on what they're doing. And it's the same thing with arrogant. Someone, uh, if you see someone come out, coming off as arrogant and cocky, but if your friend were to do the same thing and someone else complains about them, you would say, oh no, they're just confident. They are very, very comfortable in their own skin and they don't, they're not afraid of speaking their own mind. So these labels we put, they infiltrate, you know, the way we see the world. It's just a regular bias that we have. And it's so easy to throw out these labels on strangers and the people that we don't know. And it's easy for these types of things to rattle us, frustrate us in the moment, and just get our heart rate up and pumping. And it gets you stressed and it causes you like a mini internal like heart attack. It's like, so my question is, why should someone else's behaviors cause you your own heart attack? Which was an exact line that was said in this TED Talk. I, th I think I'm paraphrasing it a little bit, but that that's what the gist of it was. Why should someone else's behaviors, a specific behavior that someone else is doing, why should it cause you this much tension, stress, and many heart attacks? How do we control that? And if we can't change other people's behaviors, all we can do is what? Control ours. And the first step to doing that is you have to ask yourself, why? Why is this person having this type of emotion? Why did they behave the way that they did? Why are they this type of person? What factors cause them to be this way? And this, by the way, is very, very tough in the moment. If someone, if you see someone doing something that you just hate and it gets you riled up and you don't like, I hear you. I understand. It's hard in that moment to be like, oh no, like, let's just ask why, or why are they doing this? Like, let's slow. No, because the way it works is when you, when, when you see that thing, it automatically triggers you and you get frustrated, but you don't really assess it. You just move on. And when we move on, we get frustrated. We have that label attached to the person and then we don't really assess it. It's just, okay, they're this type of person. They're this type of person. And this guy is like this, this girl is like this. And Anytime we're around that person, we don't want to interact. We don't want to talk to them. We don't want to really do anything with them. It's just, they're just there. And it's like, at what cost, though? Because all you're doing is hurting yourselves by, or excuse me, hurting ourselves by behaving that way and getting frustrated. And some of the things that I have used in my you know, friend group, my coworkers, sports teams, just people that I interact with on a daily on a daily basis. Um, the first thing that I do is try to use inclusive language, because 
we are all going to have people that we do not get along with and people that are difficult, quote unquote, difficult. But amongst those difficult people, there has to be a way where we can still get along and for them to not interrupt our patterns of behavior and for them to not rile us no matter what they do. So the first step is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying that you're this type of person or saying, um, use the word we or our, use inclusive language. Instead of saying that you're not getting your job done, why don't we say, it seems like our focus is not in the right area. So we should go along. A, so we should put together a couple of steps or a plan on how we can fix that for our team. So instead of singling out that person, and even if you do that, let's say you mess up and do that, what will happen is there's going to be an automatic wall that comes up on the person. They'll get defensive and they're going to start coming at you and saying, well, hey, you don't do this, you don't do that, and then goes the back and forth. And when that back and forth happens, nothing is going to get accomplished, and your tempers are just going to start to flare, and it goes in a negative spiral from there on out. And I know we're just using work as an example, but this happens with just basic conversations that we have with individuals every day. <clears throat> if we don't talk to someone with the intention of listening and understanding and just try to do whatever we can to prove ourselves right or wrong, what will happen is immediate defense mechanisms will be put. And, you know, a couple ways that I, that I try to control these behaviors and these moments with difficult people is the first thing I try to do is just take a deep breath. When you... Hey, sorry about that, guys. My mic died. So I charged it. <laughs> so I'm sorry if it just randomly cut out. But I charged my mic. I took a piss and now I'm back. So as I was saying, the first thing that I would do in moments when dealing with difficult people in situations is take a deep breath. <sighs> that deep breath fills your lungs with a bunch of oxygen and just lets you calm down for that single second. And once you're calm, the second thing we should realize is to don't take those words personally. If they attack you, if they say something that they don't mean or out of emotion, difficult people tend to do that sometimes. They tend to say things that they don't mean out of emotion. And I was that person. I was that person not too long ago. And in some ways, I'm still trying to get better at it. I'm not perfect. I have... Um, obviously, we all have moments where we can get frustrated and lash out at someone, whether um, it could be any situation. But point is that the more self-aware we become about our emotions and our behaviors, it'll help us to not take the words personally of someone who is being difficult, who isn't at a place where they can manage their emotions. And the most important thing that I want to wrap up with is make sure that you make the label about the behavior and not the person. Instead of saying that I don't like you because of you doing this, be like, I didn't like the behavior that you showed or the behavior of getting frustrated in this moment. So 
you're not talking negatively about the person themselves. It's just that one specific behavior in regards to a quote unquote difficult person. Because at the end of the day, someone else's behaviors should not be worth your heart attack. What someone else does, if they're being difficult, if they're being non-empathetic, if they're being aggressive, if they're being a one-upper, the person that's always on their phone when you're trying to have a conversation, the gossiper, all of these things can trigger us very quickly. However, the quicker we realize that all we can do is influence others' behaviors in a way that makes them feel included, a part of the circle, and don't single them out. Because a second they're they sit because the second you say something that singles someone out, that's when they get defensive and that's when again things go down the wrong road. And most importantly, we have to focus on being self aware control our own behaviors because that is the only way that we're able to not frustrate ourselves around these types of people so ladies and gentlemen i want to apologize for my mic cutting out but i hope this podcast was some sort of value on how you can deal with difficult people because the quicker we realize that all of us are difficult to deal with we have to be able to understand that we have to adapt our behaviors and how we react to all types of people because everyone is difficult in their own way. But the last thing we want is letting someone else's behaviors be worth your heart attack because that's just not worth it. Ladies and gentlemen, the gentleman's agreement. The gentleman's agreement is the following. There's two sides of the agreement. My side is I give you guys a podcast every single day. No matter how I feel, no matter what I do, no matter all the shit that I got to do, I'll do it. I got you with a podcast every single day. Number two, very important, and this is your end of the agreement. You have to follow and download this podcast, one or the other. We are growing very, very I want to say quickly, we're growing at a good rate, and I'm appreciative of that. Um, We've crossed, I think, close to 80 listeners now, which is amazing, and I'm super appreciative and grateful for all of you guys. Number two, I have never had my heart broken. I don't intend on doing so. So if you want to break my heart, leave me four stars. That's cool. That's cool. But if you want to keep my heart intact, give me five stars. And lastly, share this podcast with someone who you feel like may get some sort of value out of this. Um, Share this podcast with someone who does struggle with dealing with difficult people and their emotions. So share this podcast with them. And one more time, I want to emphasize everyone is difficult. I'm very difficult. Ask my girlfriend. I promise she'll agree. But it's important with how it's important how we react to everyone and the way we control our own behaviors. All we can do is try to be better, be cognizant, be aware. And the longer period of time we are cognizant and aware, the better our behaviors will get. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, guys. 
I know it was a little bit of a shorter one, but we got it done. We got it in. I'll see you guys tomorrow and take care. Say I love you to all the people you care about. And always speak your mind, be honest, and get better every day. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Peace.